for your heart-stopping news-packed 60 minutes of radio trolling. Webmaster Radio presents The Pulse. Take your seat among the experts in the search engine marketing arena. This weekly radio show keeps you informed of the latest search news, offers insight on the biggest forum discussions, puts your finger on the pulse of the search marketing community. Our hosts have made their way to the round table. The Pulse, the Pulse. starts now. Hello and welcome. Welcome to the 32nd edition of the Search Pulse. My name is Barry Schwartz. Today is Tuesday, May 29th. Um, Chris Boggs, the uh, associate editor of the Search and Roundtable, um, is with us. He works in the SEO department as a search strategist at Avenue A Razorfish. Um, ben will not be with us today. He is actually landing in about eight minutes in Newark um, to come meet with me tomorrow um, and the next day about some other business. Um, so that's that. Um, I want to uh, let you know that the 31st edition has been archived. You can check it out. Um, you can find it at going to seroundtable.com, clicking on the archive section, scrolling down to the search pulse category, um, and you'll be able to find it there. It was published on May 22nd, um, and we discussed a lot of good things in that, in that, uh, in that uh, podcast. Uh, Chris, how you doing? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, too bad we don't have Ben on here with us, but it's nice to hear your voice, and I'm thinking we could have a good show. It was a nice holiday weekend for me, so uh, right. just getting, getting busy, yeah, talk- of course. Right, right. Yeah, I'm sure you have a lot to catch up on because of the holiday weekend. Um, Memorial Day uh, was yesterday, um, and um, it's weird because, you know, Ask.com had their little thing where they mentioned uh, Memorial Day on their homepage. We had the search and round table, did a little theme, you know, commemorating Memorial Day. But Google nor Yahoo um, had their logos for the day. And nobody really knows why Google doesn't put up a logo, uh, you know, you know, mentioning Memorial Day. They do it for, like, pretty much every other day. And um, it's just interesting why they haven't. I mean, do you have any ideas? Um, I don't know. Maybe they're liberals. <laughs> I don't know. I really, uh, you know, it's it's an int- it's it's an interesting omission. I think someone commented in your thread at the roundtable that, uh, you know, that maybe they're trying to cater to their international audience by uh, by not doing it. But I mean, there's lots of other holidays out there. I think that you could probably say are U.S. only. I mean, is Mother's Day uh, an international holiday? I mean, they did they did a logo for that, and well, it, I mean, it's kind of surprising 4th, to me. July Fourth, they're going to have a logo, I'm sure. So I mean. True. I mean, through my my personal opinion, being a former Marine, is that you know it's it's a slight by uh, not including uh, Memorial Day and their list of cool little unique logos. But there's got to be some reason behind it, I guess, and it'd be interesting to find out actually from the search engines instead of just uh, trying to guess as to why they don't do it. I mean, I'm proud of Ask, and I'm proud of you guys uh, for doing it uh, as you know as a Marine and 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 knowing that uh, there's plenty of people that uh, the Memorial Day Holiday is really almost less of a holiday. It's a bit of a misnomer because it's uh, it's really a time to reflect on uh, you know um, our our soldiers that have died and in the line of duty uh, and throughout history. Uh, there's a lot of people that take this very importantly, going back uh, to you know their ancestry way back from the Civil War or even the Revolutionary War, and uh, they take Memorial Day as a day to uh, think about you know what those people have offered uh, to their country uh, the ultimate sacrifice. Right. 
right? Hey, so hopefully one day Google will post about it and Yahoo will tell us why they haven't they have they haven't done it ever. So maybe they'll let us know one day, which should be interesting. Um, right. So that was yesterday. Um, it also was my first year anniversary. Um, happened on Memorial Day, May twenty eighth. So that was cool. Um, I took oh, a half day off, which was nice. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. You know that that means I think that you've gone. That's a big uh, that's a big step getting through that first year, uh, from what I've heard, uh, in terms of statistically in marriages and then the length of time marriages last and everything like that. That big first year is a big step. So congratulations. And, uh, oh, thank you. I appreciate. I'm sure, it. you're going to have plenty of uh, further great years. So you've got a wonderful wife. So and she's got a wonderful husband. So. <laughs> thank you. Appreciate it. Uh-huh. Um, all right. So outside of that, there um, um, last week. While I was away on holiday, uh, Ben went ahead and wrote about the Yahoo search update that happened. Um, it was Wednesday night. It started Wednesday night and went throughout Friday, I believe. And uh, there was obviously threads over at Digital Point Forums, Webmaster World. Um, and I saw some changes for some of my clients where they started to rank um, higher in the search results. I was wondering if you noticed anything recently on Yahoo or anything like that. Yeah, I'm sorry, you're breaking up a little bit, Barry. Uh, I didn't hear you kick it over to me. Uh, in terms of the Yahoo update, recent update, we haven't had any huge uh, crashes that, that I've heard of, of account managers throwing stuff against the wall, or, or even our paid inclusion team seems to have been fairly calm. So I think that uh, the majority of our listings uh, have not really been affected. We'll find out. Uh, a, a lot of our uh, rankings we do sort of at the beginning of the month, so I guess we'll find out uh, if there's any major changes in the next uh, couple of weeks. But uh, uh, from from what I've seen throughout our client list, uh, there hasn't been any. Uh, we do monitor some industries, and we did notice uh, one big player, and I'm not going to out anyone here, but I guess I can tell you later on, Barry, but uh, there, there's one player in the travel industry that seems to have gotten hit uh, somewhat hard, and uh, just looking at the various forms and threads, it looks like uh, you know most people seem to be uh, you know not getting too much changes. Uh, have you seen any? Um, I saw some. I saw some with some clients. I'm looking at my personal blog stats right now using uh, Google Analytics uh, because whenever I look at the Yahoo, um, whenever I look at um, the Surgeon Roundtable stats, it's hard to separate them because I'm in I'm in Yahoo News and Google News. And uh, it's always hard to differentiate what's coming from news versus versus um, the uh, you know versus the regular organic results. So my personal blog, I see at least. I mean, it's hard to even judge because I'm um, looking at. Uh, I'm changing the date range. Let me just do a comparison right now from the same date range. So uh, May 18th through the. Um, I guess twenty second to May twenty fifth, which is Friday to Tuesday, twenty ninth. See if there's any date change. According to this, I have a yeah yeah I have a twenty percent drop in Yahoo traffic. But again, there was Memorial Day. There's so many different factors to look in. I look at it more, but it's one site, one little thing. I know some of my yeah. clients have seen a better uh, increase in their search rankings, um, but we'll see. I mean, it's hard to tell for sure. As you said, it's still kind of early and. And the, the the upgrade took you know a few days to happen. 
And Memorial Day, like you mentioned, I mean, there can be a traditional drop in traffic, as, uh, as someone put it in, in some form or blog that I read. I mean, not, not a lot of Americans are really hanging out on the Internet as much during this weekend, trying to get out, enjoy the weather, sort of summer. Right, exactly. so. right. and yeah, we did report um, yesterday on the Surgeon Roundtable that people did see a decrease in and their AdSense income, because obviously a drop in traffic means less people looking at your ads, means less people actually clicking on your ads, meaning less people, less money being earned through AdSense. So that's definitely true for uh, many sites, unless you picked up on a seasonal keyword related to Memorial Day and you seem to have a spike on that or not. But that's, you know, that's the norm, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking about data, uh, we have um, the new, uh, I think, Comscore, no, Nielsen Net Ratings statistics came out, and there was a thread over a webmaster world discussing it. Um, basically, Google saw a rise in search market share, and Microsoft, um, their live search engine saw a drop, and Yahoo pretty much you know, remained the same. So Microsoft's share slipped to 9%, down from 10.1% from the month before. Google um, increased their lead, um, serving up 55.2% of web searches, up from 53.7. And Yahoo grew a little bit, uh, like a 0.1% of a share. Um, from 20, uh, Now they're at 21.9%, up from 21.8%. Um, AOL dropped uh, 0.4%, which is from, now they're at 5.4%. And uh, S.com is in fifth place, holding steady at 1.8% from the previous month. Um, hopefully, Ask.com will increase that. Um, so that's pretty much the search market share. Obviously, it's just Nielsen Net Ratings, Comscore has theirs. Lots of different metric places have their own ratings, and they all kind of differ. I always wait for Danny to do his big wrap-up where he compares all the different ones um, from month to month, and it gives uh, you a better idea of what's going on. So, Chris, what are your thoughts overall? Well, I actually have a column in the recent Search Marketing Standard. Uh, I think it's the uh, summer issue that came out. And I talk about this topic and how Google is just seemingly continuing to dominate. And I actually draw a parallel to the days, the the glory days, as it were, of Internet Explorer when uh, I think it was in like 91 when they actually had something over 90% of the uh, browser share. And that's dropped considerably over the years since 91, and at a fairly steady pace as new uh, competitors like Firefox come in. Uh, obviously, Netscape's kind of dwindled out of the picture, but uh, Firefox, Opera, those are some other uh, softwares that you... And, and, and in a way, I thought it was a good comparison because, you know, it seems like such a dominant position. Uh, Google's not at those numbers yet, but they certainly could get to those numbers. I think there's... Uh, um, a couple good points in the Webmaster World thread in, re- in relation to the uh, news. Uh, I think uh, Page One Results has a funny thing he calls uh, Google the Gorg, uh, like uh, relating to the Borg uh, assimilating everything in its path from Star Trek. And if anyone knows me, I like to refer to the Borg every once in a while. So the Gorg is a good name. Um, another post in there brings up a really uh, important thing, is, and he says, you know, the world we live in, it's more like Google 75%, Yahoo 15%, MSN 5%. And I think that what he's really talking about is what kind of traffic's being delivered to their website via search engines. And I think 
a lot of people see these kind of numbers, and it's funny how they don't match up as, as equally as these types of numbers, which, which say that, you know, the number of users are at 55% or whatever. When, when you look at, at your referrers from search engines, the, the, they can be as high as 75 or 80%. Uh, Google weighted. So it's important to notice, uh, you know, the, the, these types of repor- reports are, are interesting, but really the more valuable reports from, from an individual site owner's perspective is what kind of percentages these individual search engines are, are uh, you know, responsible for in terms of their referring traffic, I think. Right. And yeah, that's what, you know, the bottom line people care about. And you can easily um, look at, um, you know, the different th- form forms out there, so the Google forum versus the Yahoo forum versus the Ask forum versus the uh, Microsoft forum, and you can see, you know, based on the number of posts and the activity in each forum, it kind of always relates to what you just said, the amount of referring traffic um, driven by those search engines. So it's always interesting to look at those two things and see how they correlate. Maybe one day we'll just bring up, you know, number of posts in, you know, Google forums across, you know, six different forums compared to the search search market share and see if the percentages match up. It should be interesting, I would think. Yeah, and I mean, I really do feel that Google's still on its way up. I mean, would you agree that there's going to be a point, though, where they are going to reach their peak and maybe then start to drop a little bit, kind of the way Internet Explorer did? I mean, do you see any end in sight to the climb of uh, percentage that Google's enjoying? Um, I mean, I don't... It's, it's, I mean, some like you, in some uh, markets, like... Internationally, they have like over ninety percent share. It really, um, it really depends on what the other search engines do. I mean, Microsoft keeps slipping. Um, Yahoo, I don't know. I mean, it's it's hard to say. Yahoo, it really depends. I mean, I can see them still grow. I mean, right now at this point, they're going to continue to grow. The question is, what will the other search engines or new players do to stop them from growing? Because you know, Google is still doing what Google does best, and they generate a lot of buzz and they get a lot of traffic from that. And, there's, you know, people think of Google as search, so it's hard to say for sure, but, yeah, why not? Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so that's that discussion. I think we should probably go into commercial break uh, because it's been, you know, the 15-minute mark, and when we come back, we'll talk about um, a controversial thing that Google started to ban with AdWords. So let's hit a commercial break now, and we'll, guys, we'll speak to you guys soon. tight and don't move the pulse pulse we'll be back after this short break Generating buzz for your company is essential and now easier than ever with Paper Post, the consumer-generated advertising network. Our powerful network of bloggers at Paper Post will creatively expose your product or service through original link-generated ads and embedding video or audio on their sites. Launch your viral marketing campaigns with confidence and enjoy increased traffic with higher conversion rates only through Paper Post. Visit PaperPost.com and join the revolution. Okay, how do I get my engine started? 
Is your online marketing being left at the starting gate? Don't have enough information to stay ahead of your competitors? Then visit EngineReady.com and get a free trial of our affordable enterprise class web analytics. With EngineReady, you can accurately track revenues from all online marketing campaigns, search engines, banner ads, email, and more. EngineReady strategic marketing software. See why companies of all sizes achieve exceptional online results with EngineReady, the professional standard in search marketing. Oh, maybe I should just get out and push. Are your domains working hard enough for you? Now, park your portfolio at RevenueDirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic. With RevenueDirect's proven domain monetization service, you'll experience better payouts, more options, and smart optimization. Sign up free now at RevenueDirect.com. It's that easy. RevenueDirect. Make more money. Period. Back to The Pulse, Pulse. only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hello, and welcome back to the Search Pulse. Um, Again, this is Barry Schwartz, and with me today is Chris Boggs. Ben, again, is probably um, just um, taxiing over to the gate right now um, at Newark Airport. So hopefully we'll speak to Ben next week. Next week again. Wait a second. Next week is SMX. So... Um, I will be flying back Tuesday night um, from Seattle. It's a two-day conference. Hopefully, you guys will be there. If you guys are there, definitely you know say hello. It's going to be a small um, conference. It's going to be, I think, under 500 people. That's the capacity they have. And I don't think, Chris, you're not going to be there, right? No, unfortunately, I'm not going to make the trip. Okay. Yeah, and I don't think Ben's going to be there either. But um, I will be there. Tomorrow will be there. Um, and... Some, a lot of people in chat room will be there, so that should be a lot of fun. So it's definitely, uh, it's going to be like a little, uh, um, I don't know, search geek gathering thing. Should be a lot of fun. Anyway, um, Google um, announced, I don't think it was Google, um, BBC broke the story saying that Google will, Google AdWords will stop allowing um, sites to, aver- you know, sites that advertise essay writing services like, you know, college kids or high school kids that need help writing their reports, um, they will stop allowing those sites to advertise in AdWords because um, there have been a lot of compl- claims that these services are using, you know, are, are basically offering plagiarism services um, where um, it hurts the integrity of the universities that are um, providing the degrees and the universities want it to stop because it's just way too easy for, um, you know, uh, people out there to actually go ahead and just click on a link, pay 50 bucks or something to get somebody to write their report for them, and they're just breezing right through school because of it. Um, so over at Search Engine Land, um, I wrote, uh, Danny and I came up with a funny title for it. You know, obviously Google's banning, you know, alcohol, they're banning, you know, drugs, and they're banning essay writing services, <laughs> which is kind of funny um, because you can't, you know, advertise for drugs, you can't advertise for alcohol, you can't advertise for, you know, adult themes. Um, and now also part of that is you can't advertise for essay writing services. Um, the people who sell these services are very upset, and the people, um, but some people think it's, you know, the right thing to do. I personally, I don't personally care right th- at this moment. Um, it doesn't make a difference to me. Uh, I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, I think maybe college campuses and stuff should be able to ban those types of ads, um, but I don't know. It's really hard to say. It's 
really, really tough call. I don't. I wouldn't know. Chris, what are your thoughts overall? Well, I have some strong thoughts on on both sides of this one. First of all, on the plagiarism thing, you know, that's college students are going to find that kind of stuff, whether Google provides it in their paid search results or not. Uh, you know, that's that's just one pretty small. I mean, maybe it's a larger industry than 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 I would think it is, but it's pretty small compared to some of these potential other industries that they're blocking. You know, uh, alcohol, uh, drugs, and drug paraphernalia, gambling. Um, you know, there's some interesting. Uh, th- th- you got a nice link to the content policy for Google AdWords that you put in the post at the roundtable, and if you go look at that, there's some interesting things that they've chosen to um, to ban and. It almost makes me think that, you know, there's some evangelical uh, Christians that are over there or, or, or whether they're evangelical Christians or maybe uh, um, really devout um, uh, Jews or, or, or whatever. It's almost like there's a religious uh, fervor to the, to the content policy. I mean, if, if you take a look, at, for example, at a term like faith healing, I see a bunch of results in there that kind of make me sick, you know. Are you ready for the rapture? Get ready now for what's coming, you know. Faith healing, suffering from illness, be healed now. Email Rosemary. I mean, these are all kind of, in a way, uh, some people would argue that, that, that these kind of sites are preying on people that are, you know, in dire straits uh, in terms of their health. And, uh, and to me, Google should consider banning people that, uh, that advertise on this kind of stuff as well. So, you know, whenever you put out a content uh, editorial guideline like this, you're going to have people that are going to find all kinds of little other industries, uh, cottage industries, or, or even larger industries that maybe should be targeted as well. So, uh, but as people point out in the argument and the thread, you know, there are certain things that, uh, that Google can choose to do, being a private company, and uh, this is one of them that, uh, that you know, is going to raise some, some questions. Personally, if I look down the list, I mean, I can, I can see uh, why the majority of these are banned, and I would agree with, with them not being allowed to, to um, um, you know, advertise within Google AdWords, you know, prostitutions, uh, um, you know, alcohol, various things on here I think I would certainly agree with, but there's other things where I would wonder if uh, it really is, uh, you know, it kind of tips the hat as to showing what kind of politics maybe Google has, like such as uh, advertising on AIDS to pass drug tests. To me, that seems a little bit uh, strange that they would block that. And, uh, um, you know, geez, they're doing miracle cures they're blocking, but, but you can still bid on faith healing. So, you know, you can, we could talk about this for an hour, and I could go over all the ones that I think are a little bit, uh, skeptical, you know, that I'm a little bit skeptical as to why they're on there. What about you, Barry? I mean, do you feel that these are all uh, pretty, pretty decent categories that they've decided to target? Um, I mean, it's all, I didn't look at every single one. Um, scanning through them, no, it's hard. It's hard to say. It's uh, fireworks. I guess it's. I don't know what the law is legally. I if miracle cures. I guess yeah. You don't want people to take drugs that won't help them, thinking that it would help them. Um, I really should. I really think it should be based on law, and obviously plagiarism is not a good thing. The question is, are all are all essay writing services like that? And I guess a lot of them are, and Google had to make a decision, but I don't know. I, honestly, I, I really don't know. <laughs> 
I'm sorry, but it's just a, it's a weird one. It's a, it's a hard call to make, and I don't. I think it's global. I think it's going to be UK as well as US. But the BBC article was UK based, but they said look globally. So mm-hmm. June first, uh, I think we'll know. I mean, let me try to search right now. Essay writing. Right now, essay writing has ads. Um, maybe Friday when it's June first, they'll flip the switch. We'll see. We'll see. Um, all right. Next topic is. SEO forum news. Um, Elizabeth, over at Search Engine Watch Forums, um, has decided um, has got she got a new job at Zonder.com. So she'll be leaving uh, Search Engine Watch as the forums editor, um, I think, soon. And then she will be working over at Zonder as the director of online media. Zonder is a vertical niche site. They do vacation rentals. Um, and that will be her new role over there. She will still will be participating in search and watch forums, but she will just not be editing. Um, Robert Carey, uh, a editor over, uh, you know, guest author over at our blog, Search and Roundtable, also goes under Evil Green Monkey, um, will now be taking over over Elizabeth's role as a search and watch forum editor. And he has started already some threads over at Search and Watch asking for feedback from the member base. Um, so you can get some ideas on, you know, how to improve the forms and stuff like that. Um, as you all know, Search Engine Watch has gone undergone some major changes. Obviously, Danny Sullivan leaving Search Engine Watch um, within the year was a major one. Um, also, Incisive bought um, Search Engine Strategies and Search Engine Watch from Jupiter. Um, and a lot of other things that happened over the past year. Um, I left Search Engine Watch, um, and some other Chris Sherman did as well. So that's pretty much what's going on. Elizabeth, um, I obviously I think you're pretty close with Elizabeth, Chris. So, what are your thoughts overall? Well, I was certainly bummed out that uh, you know to hear the announcement, but at the same time, very happy for her because it sounds like she's going to be doing something that she's really excited about. Uh, it's within an industry that she loves, and uh, it's you know fairly local for her. So, I think uh, I wish her all the best of, of luck. I mean, personally. Um, uh, Elizabeth was responsible for asking me to be a moderator at Search Engine Watch Forums, which I think in turn led to my uh, being invited by Danny to speak at, at Search Engine Strategies, specifically on the subject of link, ba- link, link building, which is something that uh, the section that I moderate at, uh, at one of the sections I moderate at SEW. So, uh, you know, I really owe her a heck of a lot. And, uh, and uh, you know, probably would never be able to repay her, but uh, it'll be it'll be fun to still see her at conferences. I hope. Um, I really hope that she's still going to be a regular at the Search Engine Strategies conferences, as well as uh, some of the other conferences that I'll be attending in the future. Um, I think, uh, in terms of Rob Carey taking over, he's certainly going to do a great job. He's been uh, ever since he's been a moderator. He's been one of the guys who are in there. Uh, I mean. There's people that are in there pretty much regularly just cleaning out the stuff, and they almost don't even have time to, to post sometimes, but to just go in there and clean out the spam and so forth. I'm one of those people, and, and I see Marsha in there. She's one of the top moderators as well at Search Engine Watch, and, and Rob, and we're going in there and cleaning out spammers and banning people all the time. So I think that uh, you know they definitely picked the right person for the job. I think he's going to do great work. And like you mentioned, uh, he's not only reached out to the, to the membership of the forums, but he's also got uh, uh, posts that he started in there specifically in the moderator area of the forums to, to help us uh, try to uh, make our job a little bit easier. I know, uh, Barry, he, he asked, you know, if, if we could have a, a sort of a simpler method to ban spammers, and, and you indicated an interest, but uh, 
then when he said you wouldn't be allowed to ban him for it, then you, you kind of backed off on your interest. So I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, so, uh, you know, I think Rob's going to do a great job, and I wish uh, Elizabeth the best of luck in her new engagement. I'm sure she'll do a great job there. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, and I'm just, I'm just still happy that she'll, she said she'll still be a part of Search and Watch and the other forums she participates in, which is the, the main thing. And uh, I'm sure, like you said, Evil Green Monkey will do a great job uh, even though I can't ban him, I'm sure he'll still do a great job. <laughs> One more thing is uh, I actually uh, was fortunate enough to be invited to, to co-host the Daily Searchcast last week with Danny, and uh, he brought it up right at the end, and I was able to sneak in on Danny a, oh, so she must have been, quote, the one that got away, huh? Because, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, Danny obviously got you and Chris and, and a lot of people to join him over at Search Engine Land, and, and I I think that uh, I would I would be very surprised if he didn't try to get Elizabeth to join him as well. So uh, she is kind of a, the one that got away, I guess. And uh, you know, but I, like I said, I'm sure she's going to do a great job, and she'll continue to be involved in the industry at the same level she has been in the past. Right. Um, definitely. Also, um, like we wanted to announce last week, but the news wasn't out yet. Um, Bill uh, Slawski has uh, joined. Uh, Commerce 360 over where uh, Lee Evans works. So uh, now that's live, that news is out there. Um, and obviously Bill is the guy behind all the patent stuff, and it's pretty cool stuff. So he's always writing about um, patents and this and that, and SEO by the Sea is his blog. Um, so he's joining Lee, who's pretty local to him, um, at Commerce 360, and Lee is the one who writes over at search, searchmarketinggurus.com. So that should be a fun team to work with, and it's interesting and nice to see that happening. Um, yeah, I'm looking so forward cool. to seeing, um, hopefully getting a chance to see Bill a little more often since I'm pretty much smack in between uh, where he lives in Delaware and where Lee is based out there in Pennsylvania. So I'm hoping that we'll get a chance to get lunch more often. I saw Bill last week at a, uh, a local event near Philly that uh, Lee actually put together, and you can find information about that also at the Search Marketing Gurus if you're interested in driving down to the Philly area once a month or so. We actually had a guy... Uh, Simon, uh, I can never pronounce his uh, last name, Hesselstein or Hesseltine. Uh, you, you may have heard of him, but uh, he, he blogs, and he drove all the way up from uh, Virginia. So, um, And, uh, you know, it's going to be exciting to get a chance to see Bill more often. He was very excited about it, and he was a little bit coy about it. And, and I was just waiting and waiting for the announcement to come out because, like I said, you know, we knew this last Tuesday, but... Uh, Kind of wanted to, you know, didn't didn't want to take any fire away from Lee's announcement on it. So I'm glad that it's been done, and I think that, uh, you know, that's certainly a great coup for Commerce 360. I mean, Bill Slavsky is is uh, most definitely one of the most respected people in the industry when it comes to analyzing uh, search engine patents and and turning them into real sort of. American English, as it were, or even just English, so that you know the the layman uh, can understand what the patent really boils down to. And he did a great job. I mean, if you go search at Search Engine Watch and in the archives of the blog for for Bill's patent uh, discussions, and then he's moved on over to Search Engine Land and and, and taken off right right where he left off uh, from Search Engine Watch. And he he provides a really great comment. I highly recommend it for any kind of newbies out there that may be listening or or people. People that are just uh, interested in learning more about, uh, you know, uh, analyzing and, and trying to figure out exactly what search engine patents are for, 
Bill is your man. So uh, it's very exciting for him. And like I said, uh, I'm hoping to get a chance to hang out with him even more often as a result of, uh, of this move. Right. And it's almost every day, um, or sometimes twice a day, at his blog at stobythesea.com, where he pretty much finds a patent, writes about it, explains it in English. And I've done some of those posts, you know, explaining what patents are talking about, and it's a lot of work. So I definitely, um, you know, give him huge kudos for uh, doing that. And it's pretty much once or twice a day where he does it. So Commerce 360 is lucky to have him. And, uh, you know, you know, great for, you know, congratulations, Bill and Lee. And uh, hope to see you soon, I guess, at the next conference or something. Um, so let's hit a commercial break now. When we come back, we'll go to we'll discuss the new Ask.com promotions which have been getting a lot of uh, discussion recently. So let's hit a commercial break, and we'll get back to you guys soon. Sit tight and don't move. The Pulse. Pulse. We'll be back after this short break. A rose by any other name would still be the same. Move over, Shakespeare. You need to differentiate yourself from your competition. Do it by aligning yourself with a company who has earned the trust of Jupiter Media, the NHL, and Lionsgate Films, among others. Moniker.com is the most secure ICANN accredited register on the planet, offering you domain registration, hosting, domain sales, and acquisition services. Wrap that up with 24-7 support. That's your winning combination. M-O-N-I-K-E-R. More than a name. Drop into the Webmaster chat room. Webmasterradio.fm. Clothing is optional. Webmasterradio.fm. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Are your ads managing you? Tired of click fraud and little or no ROI on your pay-per-click search ads? Take control. Reduce your costs and gain valuable traffic with effective flat fee featured listings on over 245 search engines and web directories from the ISEDN.org, the independent search engine and directory network. Now free yourself from click fraud, bidding and hassles with low-cost top 10 exposure for less than $4 a month from ISEDN. So visit ISEDN.org today and discover how easy it is maximizing your company's online revenue stream with affordable search engine and directory flat fee ads from the ISEDN.org. Howdy, boys, and you girls, too. I'm here to talk to you about Milnick Media, the best CPA network, period. They sure know how to deliver, and I know something about deliverance. Now, you want to get paid? Damn right you do. We'll make sure you get your money. Yeah, man. Media's got support people who know their ass from their elbow. Need a new jet ski? How about one of them new fangled plasma TVs? Well, Cousin Jeremy here will hook you up with our performance rewards program. Email submits, zip submits, ringtones, hell, we got them all. Yeehaw! Hey there, it's Cousin Jeremy. Get on over to M-I-L-L-N-I-C-Media.com and we'll have you so happy you'll be squealing like a pig. Back to The Pulse, Pulse. only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hello, and welcome back to the Search Pulse. This is, again, the 31st edition. Today is Tuesday. Um, The date is May 29th, and um, Ben, again, is not with us, but Chris is. And uh, next topic I wanted to discuss was the Ask.com algorithm ads. There's a lot of billboards, a lot of posters, 
and even commercials out there today about um, what Ask.com is calling the algorithm. And these algorithm ads um, mostly say, you know, the algorithm um, kills G's, the algorithm it, you know, is this, the algorithm is that. There's a bunch of different ones out there, and it's all trying to create buzz around the, theme, the word, the phrase, the algorithm. Um, and the, one of the ads is a bit controversial. Um, Valleywag posted, you know, or posted an image of the, of the billboard, uh, which reads, the Unabomber hates the algorithm. And the Creative Site Forum thread has a lot of people talking about how, um, you know, they don't think it's appropriate to have such an ad. And now, today, um, I posted about it again um, today about the whole promotion and what they're trying to do. And a lot of different sites picked up on it um, because TechCrunch linked to it. Um, so a lot of people are now talking about it. And you know, a lot of people agree that it's just an improper use of, of this you know, theme. Um, my belief is that you know, S.com wants to create the controversy, and you know, obviously any promotion, even if it's negative promotion, is still promotion, and people tend to forget the bad promotion. And now when they're seeing these TV ads, which are more mainstream and less um, controversial, and they're talking about what, you know, the algorithm, um, they can relate that now to Ask.com. They'll be like, huh, yeah, I remember that. And hopefully they'll forget, you know, the controversial ads and just relate the algorithm, which is something they want to become a cool phrase, to something that, um, you know, hopefully gain market share with them. And there's a lot of controversy over right now, um, which I think Ask.com wants. And I think, um, I don't know, I mean, I'm hoping that this helps them gain market share because they're still the underdog. Um, you know, Chris, what are your thoughts on the overall topic? Well, I, I like uh, Ask.com as well. Um, you know, I think there's some great people that are working over there, and I think that they've got to do something to try to really uh, – uh, stand out there, and with a hundred million dollars to spend, you know, they're, they're, you, we're definitely going to be hearing about them this year. Um, I think that uh, the use of the Unabomber, I, I completely agree, is, is very distasteful. Though, um, I think that uh, you know, making almost light of a situation where uh, uh, you know somebody used uh, was basically an, a domestic terrorist. Um, and this is just something that's not right. Now, the problem is, is that even in just this threat alone, I mean, you mentioned that there's going to be uh, people will forget about the negative aspect, and it's just going to turn into an overall boost in terms of marketing and branding awareness. But there's going to be confusion in there. We've got one guy who's a quarter grand poster, uh, which I guess is good. Uh, I'm, I'm not too familiar with all the rankings and ratings at Creative Site, but I do like them. I think they've got some entertaining uh, ways of describing their posters and, and, and their levels that they've attained. But he says that uh, the, uh, another line uh, in, in another version of that campaign says the algorithm killed Jesus. Where, well, in fact, it's, uh, you know, what it said was that the algorithm can always find Jesus. So um, you know, there he's, he's misrepresented something that Ask has said, and now this is permanently uh, listed in Creative form. So if someone in, uh, three, four years from now is doing a research project on this, they may quote him and, and say, hey, you know, they even said the algorithm quit, killed Jesus. So these kind of, of things are, are not good when you have so many people that are uh, picking the, uh, the marketing campaign apart and, and, and coming up with, uh, with uh, factual errors like that. Uh, they can't be good in the long run. I just hope that, uh, 
you know, ask realizes that they need to be careful in terms of taste. I mean, sure, they may be targeting a target market which uh, which may be uh, less uh, sensitive to that kind of uh, humor, as it were, and may actually even appreciate it and, and make it more likely for them to go check it out and, and try their algorithm out. I, I think they need to focus... Uh, first of all, uh, you know they're, they're, def- they're definitely focusing on the algorithm. I think that's good because it's, it's giving more people an understanding of search in general and, and how search engines rank and, and compile uh, pages in their indexes or uh, indices and uh, how the, the added visibility for the word algorithm I think helps in, in terms of search as a whole, but uh, I think they need to be a little bit more careful in, in terms of the taste uh, factor. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think you summed it up. Summed it up perfectly, and that's what is at the heart of the issue right now. But again, in a year from now, you know, Ask. dot com overtakes Google market share. <laughs> Just joking. Mm-hmm. Um, but if will people you know, remember that? Um, that's that's the question, and I think Ask. dot com is betting on the answer to be no. So we'll see. Um, the next topic is SEO related, and. It's related to creating a search engine-friendly glossary or definitions or dictionary type of list. Um, basically, you see them all over the place. You have like you know a word that you know might be long or you might not understand it. And what people do is they'll link that word over to a dictionary they have on their site, which explains what that word is. Um, I've been doing this at my Rusty Brick site even before I even got into SEO or anything like that. I used to hyperlink words. Um, also using the title attribute to and underlining that word in a dotted line. If you mouse over that word, um, there's a question mark which shows, which then pops up this title attribute, which gives a uh, um, an actual definition of what that word is. So I have a picture over at the search and roundtable of this in action, and um, if you scroll down, um, you'll see that you know, like I described, you'll be able to mouse over the word and it actually show you what the definition is. You click on it, it'll take you to the definitions page and anchor you down. Google actually also includes those words in the Google definitions. And sometimes if you do a search on what is, you know, word, whatever that word might be, like what is PHP or what is whatever word you want to put in there, Google will automatically show a Google definition at the top of the results, a one box. Um, just checking if that works now. What is PHP? Yep, so Google shows web definitions. In the past, Google actually used to hyperlink that first result directly to your page. So I used to be number one for what is PHP in Google Net definitions, and I used to get a ton of traffic for people typing in what is PHP or define PHP and those types of things. Um, this is another way to get to the top of the top of results. I have a lot of um, documents here um, with past um, tricks and tips on how to actually rank well for those types of um, terms in Google definitions and what triggers those Google definitions to come up in the organic results. Um, I, yeah, so that's pretty much that. And, um, you know, Chris, I was wondering your thoughts overall on on this uh, SEO strategy. I think it's a good strategy. You don't want to go overboard on it, obviously. Uh, using um, the what is, as you rec- recommended, but uh, somebody also posted to, to your thread uh, about the define and definition, and that's the same thing. I mean, if you can... Uh, uh, get that in there and, and get it related uh, to a particular word. Uh, maybe there's uh, a certain amount of searches for people that, for example, let's say you have defined algorithm. We didn't. We just talked about algorithm, and maybe some people don't understand what algorithm is. And, and maybe you could put define algorithm and then put like common misspellings of algorithm include 
and such and so forth. And so then when people put in the define colon command into Google, those people that, that know how to do that, uh, which is probably a, a smaller, a small minority, but still there, there's a better chance. I, I, I kind of like the way that the results come up when you put a define colon. Uh, and, and I actually just checked define colon worldwide web to see if maybe uh, your result would be in there. But th- I like the way that Google presents those results with definitions and then, then a link to the source of the definition. I've used that very often, actually. Um, and I've never used the what is. So um, that, that, thanks for teaching me that one. But, and then they also have related phrases where, you know, if you can find, uh, define the World Wide Web, there's actually only two definitions of, quote, the World Wide Web on the net, on the web. So maybe if you can get into there, um, you know, there could be possibly a correlation for better rankings just for the term World Wide Web without any sort of hack included with the search. I think uh, anytime that you're using anything like this, you do want to be careful to not uh, have the perception that you're spamming content and just throwing content out there. You want to make sure if you, and, and, and the most important thing, and I think you've done it perfectly at RustyBrick.com, is that you're just uh, short and to the point and, and you've got all the possible uh, definitions that people may be look, looking for in relation to uh, you know, your services, which uh, are, in, in this case, are, are primary, a lot of times are web development related. But, you know, there's some great uh, things that you've included in here, C, C++, CSS, cookies, you know, just going down to Flash, JSP. Um, personally, if I was looking at your page, I would think that you may have some more benefit even by splitting this page up, which I think is something that your, the commenter uh, SEO lid uh, said as well. Uh, or actually, no, maybe uh, that was in the uh, creative side. Or you actually, you said that Ammon Johns broke that down and recommended breaking it down into sections. So, uh, again, I think you, you have a, a, a great system here. You're not overly spamming. You just need to be careful, as with any uh, tactic that may have some SEO benefit, to not overdo it. And, uh, but including then uh, within... Uh, one more thing that I would maybe recommend in some cases is you can have a glossary page and then within the definitions actually hyperlink back to another example on your website and maybe for a page that you're hoping to rank for a related word and, and take advantage of that, you know, um, the fact that that page is going to get indexed and that will be one more uh, anchor text link to another page. So think of it holistically and, and, and also remember to not go overboard on it. That would be my recommendations for this specific tra- strategy. Cool. Thank you, Chris. Um, I agree. Obviously, make it use- useful for the user, and uh, that's what's most important. Uh-huh. The next topic is another SEO-related topic, um, and it's the thing about quick data. So you, people, you know, people still think that if you click on a result in the search results, that result will tend to rank higher in the future. So used to be this search engine called Direct Hit, which ranked, uh, which ranked, um, you know, the the pages with the the results with the highest amount of clicks, um, the highest in the search engine. Obviously, Direct Hit went folded, folded because people clicked it to death and and stuff like that. Um, so um, now, with personalized search, the more results that you click on um, as a, as a user, the ten, you know, that site tends to rank higher in Google for you. So if you're logged in, you click on something, you know, if I visit Search Engine Roundtable every day and I click on Search Engine Roundtable results, they do a search, 
and search and roundtable has a match for it, it will tend to rank higher if I'm logged in doing a search for you know that type of term. But if you're not logged in, um, does Google use that click data um, to rank sites and to rank pages? Um, Google says no. Um, people are discussing it if they do or don't. Um, there's a lot of controversy over it. I still think Google does not. Um, they might use it for user interfaces stuff or for other stuff down the road, but they currently don't. Ask.com will be using it in some sense in terms of tagging solution, but it's hard to know for sure exactly to what extent they're using it, um, and it's hard to know if Google is using it, and if so, what extent. And Chris, I just you know, what are your overall thoughts on do you think Google uses it? If so, how much do you think they use it, and do you think they will use it if they don't, and stuff like that? Well, I agree uh, a lot with the, with the things that you wrote a few months ago on, on that one post. Google uses click data to rank sites, uh, and, and what you've just gone over. Um, you know, this is something that, in the long run, sure, it's a possibility once they have a large enough sample. I mean, obviously, we got to throw out personalized search here and being logged in because we do know that if you click on a site and personalized search, that it's more likely to come up uh, higher in your rankings on the subsequent search for the same topic or the same keyword. But in terms of just general search and using click data, I really don't think that that is going to be something that uh, specifically uh, affects your rank, and it certainly doesn't increase PR, which is one of those things that, unfortunately, you, you know, you find in in, uh, in forums is that people, uh, you know, and he says, for all I know, it could be the dumbest question in SEO history, but I still want to know the answer. It's a great topic for discussion, but the part about it increasing PR, if I was someone who was uh, uh, of a more negative uh, attitude, I would probably say that that's the dumbest question in SEO history, because it's certainly uh, someone clicking on your site and the listings it has nothing to do with page rank, which is what I'm pretty sure he's uh, uh, just talking about when he says increasing PR. Uh, but um, in the long term, if Google had a large enough system, let's say if co-op really took off and they had a whole bunch of users and uh, there were specific areas where there's such a high level of competition that Google needs to add further layers of reasons to rank or not rank a site higher than another, then maybe click data could come into play. But I think that uh, anything like that is really years down the line, although you know, people, the engineers at Google could be laughing at me right now and uh, saying, ha-ha, you know, we already use it. But uh, I, I kind of am uh, in my agreement with you, Barry. I, I think that this is something that's a long way down the road. Cool, Chris. Uh Thanks for agreeing. <laughs> no, but great uh, analysis and good thing bringing in the Google Co-op because that is um, another element to it which I didn't bring up. Um, all right, next topic is does Google? Um, I asked a question. I mean, I saw a thread over a Webmaster World saying a site that was banned for a year was automatically re-included in Google's search results without him specifically asking Google to re-include it. Obviously, doing it through a re-inclusion request within Google Webmaster Central, he did not do that. So he wants to know. Have other sites um, been included that way without every actually you know requesting it? Um, and I'm looking at the thread now because now it has more posts, and it's interesting. Um, Bill Hartzer commented in our post saying Google reviews sites automatically in every 90 days, and if the spam is removed, they would automatically add the pages back. Um, but other people in the forums seem that it's usually not the case. So I'm not sure. I mean, have you seen anything with this? Would Google automatically review sites that have been banned and automatically re-includes them without having a request made? 
I haven't seen this, but to me it would make sense. I mean, because there's still going to be links being built to particular sites. And uh, I, I think Quadro, the poster at uh, Webmaster World, uh, emphasizes in bold the really big deal on this question is that, you know, was the problem being that, that caused the uh, site to be banned, was that changed? Uh, was that removed? Uh, you know, the spammy technique, whatever happened to cause Google to ban the site? Uh, that's that's a big prerequisite for it, whether it's going to be re-included automatically or on a per-request basis. So uh, that's the kind of the missing part of this particular discussion's puzzle. But uh, I think that if if you assume that uh, it, that that the the offensive uh, tactic was removed. Uh, and that Google came back, uh, like Bill Hartz says, every 90 days. Maybe this is something that, uh, you know, it was banned, and then uh, uh, nine months later they decided to change the tactic, or maybe some links they were buying just suddenly uh, dropped because uh, the, the, the time period they had purchased links for expired, so suddenly those links were no longer as, as a part of their backlink total. Uh, maybe that had been the main reason for the ban, and then 90 days later, bam, uh, Google re-included them. That would make sense. So there are so many other factors to consider here of things that could possibly have happened that weren't affected uh, by the uh, webmaster or, or by Google uh, that could happen in an automated fashion. And I would think that the, the algorithm in, in this case uh, would be smart enough, uh, and, and if, if Bill Hartz is right, and I don't have the... Uh, I don't know if you know, Barry, or not, whether that 90-day thing is true as to whether or not they would automatically re-include it or not. I think there would still have to be other factors, such as one that I just gave as an example where some paid-for links, uh, suddenly they expired, and then they turned out to actually be hurting the site, and, and now uh, the site no longer has that uh, tactic in there, so it would be able to be listed again. There's a lot more things that need to be considered in order to really, uh, to really discuss this uh, topic any further, I think. Right, I agree. I just thought it was interesting. I haven't seen it posted, and I wanted to get more um, traffic towards that post to see if people were actually seeing that as well. And so far, nobody has. So I think. I mean, this guy's not a new guy. He's been in. He's been a uh, Webmaster World member since March 2002. He knows about re-inclusion requests. Um, he he doesn't have that many posts, um, but he does know his stuff. The question is. Um, as you said, there could be a lot of external factors. Obviously, once you remove links um, or things that you're doing, even though you might think that it's not bad, um, that can have a major impact within a short amount of time. So we'll see. Hopefully, we'll keep an eye on it, and I'll see if people are actually, uh, if he updates it, and let's all you know next week what happens. Um, I think it's time we go into lightning round. We have about five minutes left until the end of the show. Um, Net Income is going to have, I think, Microsoft on to talk about. Um, let me quickly let you know. Uh, I think he just posted about it. So Shoe Money Net Income is going to be live soon at 6 p.m. And I think they're having Microsoft on. And let me just double check that. It's loading. Let me to speed up his site. All right, there it goes. Yeah, Ad Center is going to be live tonight. So let's hit lightning around now, and then you'll be able to listen to uh, Shoe Money. Ta-da. Cool. Ta-da. All right, so <laughs> thank you. Um, all right, so Google has added uh, new video ad formats. New formats uh, for the video ads are able are both on AdWords side and the AdSense side. They include the 728 by 90 leaderboard, the skyscraper, which is 120 by 600, um, the wide skyscraper, which is 160 by 600, 
And the old formats are the medium rectangle, the large rectangle, small square, and the square. So those are new formats out there for video ads. Um, eat them up. Um, Google Maps has uh, now allows you to avoid highways. So if you're on Google Maps and you want to avoid highways because you're, de- you're afraid of highways, or you want to avoid tolls or whatever it might be, um, you can do that. Um, just click on the avoid highways checkbox and good luck with that. Um, Google has actually spoken up about the arb- arbitrage um, thing where last week we discussed how they're disabling arbitrage accounts. Um, they didn't say much. They said it was interesting and they hope to provide more information soon about it. So that's all they really said. Um, Google and Dell have been accused of installing, I mean, exaggeration of spyware. It's not really spyware, but they've been accused of, of doing that by OpenDNS. Um, like I said, Memorial Day, people haven't been noticing a drop in, in, uh, in uh, AdSense traffic. Um, XML sitemaps, um, we looked at them from the SEO standpoint. European Union has been questioning Google on their data retention policy, asking them why they have to store that much data for that long, and hopefully we'll get some answers on that. Um, search, um, we looked at you know how you can estimate a search marketing project success even before beginning. Um, Google doesn't want you to email them when you accidentally click on their links, on your AdSense links, so don't email them if you ac- do accidental clicks. It's okay, people do that. Yahoo Search Marketing is now testing the Panama engine, the search marketing Panama engine, which is their, you know, which they launched in the U.S. in October. They're now testing this in the U.K. The FTC, Federal Trade Commission, is now investigating Google over the double-click um, acquisition. So I guess, Chris, you might be next. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> um, how to capitalize on Google. Ben wrote a great post on how to capitalize on Google's universal search. Definitely worth a read if you have, you know, it's at seroundtable.com. The DMCA page removals are done on a page-by-page basis. So if you see a page that um, has been uh, removed um, from the Google search results, it's done on a page-by-page basis. Your whole site will not be removed if you do a DMCA unless you do it for every page. Um, You can use Google Analytics on adult sites. Um, There's some controversy over that, but yes, you can use Google Analytics if you have an adult site. It's not a problem. Uh, Microsoft Ad Center representatives are calling inactive advertisers. So if you set up accounts with uh, with Ad Center um, and you haven't used it for a while, they might give you a phone call asking you to use it. Now, um, NetIncome will have them on live right now. If you want to ask them the information, go ahead and uh, stay on for that. Also, it's important. I'm going to put a poll up on the archive when we put the archive up for the 32nd edition. Um, please go ahead and take the poll. I want to know if you like the show, and if you do like the show, I want you to let us know, uh, because if you don't, we might not continue. We just want to know if you are enjoying the show or not, and just let us know. It'll be at seroundtable.com. I'll post it either today, May 29th or May 30th, so take a look and please vote. That wraps up today's um, edition. It was the 32nd edition of the Search Polls. Um, I hope to post the recap again tomorrow with the poll. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to comment in the, in the post tomorrow. Um, Again, that was the 32nd edition. It took place Tuesday, May 29th. And um, thank you, Ben, I mean, Chris, for joining us. And hopefully next week we'll let you know what's going to happen or not because we will be at a conference. Everyone have a great night. Speak to you all later.